I am. I am love and I am hate. I agree and yet I also debate. I am joyous laughter as well as distraught tears. I am brave and yet have so many fears. I can make life and yet continue to kill. I do what others do, but still follow my own will. I am work and yet I am play. I am conversation, but don't always have something to say. I am selfish, but I can also share. I am abundant hope and I am despair. I am the sunshine and I am the rain. I reach the end and then I'm compelled to start all over again. People, people, listen up. This is Julie Baxter. Now is the time. With Steve Rock on LiveConversationsRadio.com.
or even early 80s, no, mid-80s, I think, just reached by Galliano. Before that was a poem called I Am, written by yours truly, Steve Rock. Yep, that's me. This is Now Is The Time on LifeConversationsRadio.com. And we're talking about today getting out of your head. And we're talking about the heart and the mind and the conflict that comes when you make a decision. Which one? leads you more is it your heart or is it your head and if it's your head are you happy with it being your head are you quite pleased with uh, the decisions that you've made in your life and continue to make or do you wish that you had more of the heart action going on this is liveconversationsradio.com and now is the time instinct Instinct, instinct, instinct. When was the last time that you used your instinct? In the first half of the show, we were talking about how instinct is related to the heart. Now, how has your instinct shaped your life? If you're married, did you meet your partner by instinct? How did you end up where you are now? Let's step back. Let's analyse where you are now and were these heart decisions heart sorry let's pronounce my t's were these heart decisions or head decisions back in 1991 i was going through quite a hard time in my life and i didn't know what to do with it you know um i thought about college i thought about work i thought about all of these things and nothing really made any sense to me. So I did what all good people do when they face a difficult decision or a series of difficult decisions, and that is run. My parents are from Barbados, and I figured that my problems wouldn't follow me there. So I discussed that with my parents, and thankfully... I went to Barbados and stayed with my lovely grandparents. Now, that first decision was a kind of heart and head decision because my head was like, well, you know, you may as well uh, think about where you can go. But my heart was just saying, you need some space. You need to change the scenery. But I never questioned it in that way at the time it's just with hindsight that I'm now looking back thinking was it my heart or was it my head anyway I arrived in Barbados for a six month stint I figured six months was a good time to figure out whether I was going to stay there forever and eternity or return back to the sunny UK good old blighty I landed 
and my grandfather, uh, God rest his soul, was working past through a stroke and he asked me to come and work with him on some properties out there. He was a builder. So I was up there doing some things, um, getting my hands dirty, which for those who know me know that doesn't happen too often because I love to write and that's quite a safe profession. I'm not really into manual labor or manual anything, come to think of it. Anyway, I was in Barbados for that period of time and I was working hard manual labor. And then I thought about how much I hated it and used to like dabble in graphic design back then. Well, when I was back in England, I did a little course in it at the university and I thought, well, let me get a job. So I went for a few interviews and it didn't result in anything. And months went by and I was doing bits of work here and there. And my heart was enjoying it, but my head was saying, you can't stay here and be a bum all your life. You got to do something. You got to do something. But I didn't want to face myself in that way. So I just continued to deny uh, all the things that I should have been really thinking about and at this point when with hindsight looking back my my heart was kind of quiet at this period of time I had a lot of head activity going there my heart really wasn't directing me in the way that I wish it did so I asked my grandfather what he thought it was coming to the end of the six months and I asked my grandfather what he thought I should do. You know, should I go back? And this was very much a head conversation for both of us because we were being very practical. And that's what I'm saying. There's times to be practical, but there's also times to act with your heart. And that will come later in the story. So we're having this head discussion and he's saying, well, look, you're a young man. And Barbados right now isn't a place for somebody like you. You should go back. There's something more for you in the UK apart from the cold weather that wasn't the answer that I really wanted to hear at that time but I knew in my heart that that was the right answer I just didn't want to listen to it at that moment so I got back on the plane came back to the UK and I still didn't really know what to do um, two days before college started I went to see the tutor who happened to be a friend of the family and live across the road from us. He lives across the road from us. And I asked him, you know, if I could join his course. And he was a graphic design tutor. And he was like, yes. And this was two days before the uh, college was due to start. Now, that decision was really made from my heart. Um, I was panicking. It wasn't logical. I didn't really want to be a graphic designer. I just figured it was reasonably artistic. Or I thought it was... And I figured I might enjoy it. So my heart was just saying, yeah, just do something's better than nothing. My head at this point was just keeping quiet, no doubt, shaking his head in dis despair, disbelief that I was being so cavalier with my future. But sometimes we need to be cavalier. And I use that word very uh, lightly because sometimes you just got to just go with something because when you just move with your heart in that way and you just sidestepping a door will open that your logic may not have seen but your heart had seen from a long long way away so sometimes you just got to move through that door which is what i did i ended up saying yep sod it i'll go to college um now i went to college and it was it was fun but during the first couple of weeks um, there's a newspaper, uh, a black newspaper that I used to read 
and I was just flicking through it. I was at home just flicking through it aimlessly. Or so I thought. But looking back once again, nothing really is aimless um, or pointless. There's, it always leads to something else. And sometimes you don't know it at that moment. And it's not until you look back. And it might take a year, six months, six minutes, two years, six years to look back and go, that's what this was all about. It is a phenomenal thing to do in your life when you get to a point and look back and really look at what you planned and then look at what you didn't plan and just see how sometimes one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another and you couldn't have planned it in any any better if you just allow yourself to feel the vibe and go with your heart. So there I am, flicking through the newspaper, page after page. And I don't really, I don't, now I don't even read newspapers, let alone then. So I was just flicking through page by page. And then I saw an advert, something in my heart, saw this advert. And I got that excited possibility feeling. And if you haven't had that feeling for a long time, you will know it when you feel it. It's that moment when you just go, what if? What if, you know, it makes you feel nervous, but also makes you feel excited at the same time. There's a very fine line between the two. So I'm reading this thing. I see this advert and the advert is for stand up comedians. Now, I'll let you know now. Prior to that moment, I had no experience in stand up comedy or any kind of comedy or any kind of entertainment apart from the nativity play that I was part of when I was like 10. So this for me was a huge leap and my heart was just saying, well, this is good. You should do it. And that made me freeze. I should do it. The advert read new club in London looking for comedians, new humor. Um, call this number and see what we can do for you. So I'm now looking at this number thinking, well, I should phone it. My heart's saying I should phone it. And then my head came in, riding in on his big black horse and said, no, Steve, that's not logical. Where can it lead? What will you do? You've never done it before. Why would you consider such a stupid thing, you stupid, stupid, stupid boy? But my heart just gave me that feeling. And I had the two. And I remember this clearly, you know, because the two were battling off against each other one was saying logic no 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 you need to stay where you are everything needs to lead to something else and you must know what it is before you start and my heart was just saying hey steve man you feel good feel good a bit more pick up the phone call the club and see what they say after all what's the worst that could happen and if you can deal with the worst thing that could happen in your own mind then why not do it why wouldn't you do it so i listened to my heart i took my own advice i picked up the phone and they answered and we arranged a date not a date like, you know, going out date, but a date for me to go down to the club in London and perform what's called an open mic spot, which is just going to try out some comedy and make some people laugh. Oh, dear.
Now, there may be some of you listening to this thinking, I would never do that. That's really brave. Why would I? Why would you do that? That's too much. They could boo and they might like tell you you're rubbish. And that's sometimes where the logic part kicks in because the logic would have you believe that there is nothing worse than a bit of shame. And that could stop you from a huge opportunity. And trust me, after they agreed uh, for me to come down and do some comedy, I was in need of some nappies, to say the least. I, my, my, my bowel movement was so frequent, you wouldn't believe it. I got very, very, very scared. And that was when my logic piped up, you see, because the heart was like, yeah, yeah, you've done it. You've done the thing. Well done, Steve. You made the call. You're going to go and do it. And then my heart shut up and my logic kicked my butt my logic piped up and said steve man are you crazy fool why would you want to do that for then listen to the heart the heart doesn't know what's going why would you do it do you want to be a comedian forever is that a life goal for you why waste your time they will boo you because you've never told a joke in your pitiful life what makes you think that you could go and be a comedian? Now, I don't know what part of my heart sort of jumped up and punched the uh, logic in the nose and made it shut up, but it did. I was just adamant that I was going to go and express myself and just try something and do something that I may have never done before i just had that urge to do that um there's no logical explanation to it sometimes i get asked well, why did you do it i don't actually know why and that's the whole point there doesn't have to be a why if you feel something and you trust that feeling and it moves you why would you need to justify it to yourself or more importantly why would you need to justify it to anybody else after all, it is your life, and you make your own decisions. Well, I hope you do. So anyway, the time came when I got in my car, and I was a young boy, so driving in London was a big thing. Um, driving in a big city is kind of frightening if you don't do it often, and I had this little car, my first ever car, and I'm driving to London with the A to Z in one hand, and and my eyes on the road, well, one eye on the road, one eye on the A to Z while I'm driving. And I get to the venue, I walk in and I'm nervous now because my palms are sweating, my tongue is, I'm losing saliva and I'm just feeling, oh no, and it's now, logic is back. It's now, my head is there talking to me, whispering in my ear, saying, I told you not to do this. I walk in people are looking at me I'm thinking I'm not a comedian my head's thinking I'm not a comedian and somewhere deep in my chest is my heart just saying you can do it Steve you can do this you've come all this way you're not going to get in your car and drive 35 miles back down the road you're here and all the time my head is trying to drown out the heart saying Steve 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 it's never too late to turn back don't do this to yourself don't shame your family don't do it man give up give up now run run head for the hills but I didn't. I stayed there. I believed 
in my heart. I believed that there was a reason I was there. I didn't know why, but I believed there was a reason because something wouldn't drive me this far just for the sake of it. So I stand up. I Well, I get called up. Um, and I remember standing there and I did my first impression. I won't bore you with those details. I delivered my first stand-up comedy gig with having no prior experience to doing comedy at all. And you know what? It went down okay. I'm not going to lie and say that I've got a stand innovation now. Uh, I teach Chris Rock and other comedians how to be funny. But what I would say was that I was proud. I felt proud of my own achievement. Why? Because I listened to my heart and it didn't boo me on stage. That came later, um, later in my career, but that's a story for another day. So my heart led me to this point. And I'm, I felt wonderful. I left there, my chest big up, and I'm walking out. People are saying, you're really funny, man. Well done. And the host of the night was like quite complimentary about my ability, which made me feel just wonderful about myself. And right now, I'd like you to pause the story and stop. If there was no other reason for me driving all that way, for me making that phone call, even if the whole point of my heart piping up was to give me that sense of satisfaction, it would have been worth it. Nothing comes to us easy. Nobody ever said life was meant to be easy. Sometimes we have to go through this pain in order to grow. But more times than not, there are too many of us who try to avoid that pain and therefore indirectly avoiding the very growth that we seek. So my pain was making that phone call, having known I've got no previous experience. My reward was when people were patting my back and saying, you were good. And the host was saying, that's good. There's a lot more to come from you. I can help in any way. That moment when my heart just said, yes, yes. Well done, Steve. You've recognized yourself. That, for me, was an incredible, a huge defining moment in my life and how I viewed myself, because at that point I thought, what else is possible for me? What else is possible for me? And this was a heart decision. My head, after I came off the stage, shut up. There was nothing more it, it could have said, because it, part, a part of my head knew why my heart led me there. But it was just running an old program, trying to neg me out, man, trying to neg me out, trying to talk me out of the thing that my heart knew I should have done. And on this occasion, I am so glad I followed my heart. And I'll tell you for why. That one moment in my, excuse me, <clears throat> that one moment in my life doing that comedy has meant the next 12 years of my life were spent pursuing forms of media I would never have even considered. As a direct result of making that phone call, I then went on to do other stand-up comedy, meet other comedians, write comedy, get into script writing, um, reduce my uh, performance level, but just considered and just contemplated and wanted to study everything I could about writing i just loved writing i didn't know this prior to doing the performing but if i hadn't done the performing if i hadn't listened to my heart then that door of writing would have remained closed forever why because it wasn't a logical head step 
for me. So I've done comedy, I've done script writing, I've done script writing for a regional television, national television, BBC One. I mean, that was never even a consideration when I was in Barbados, but I just followed my heart. As a result of doing the BBC, I then ended up writing for other shows on CITV, which is um, ITV in the UK. Um, I've been on other TV shows. I now do this radio show. I've written books. I write poetry. And who knows where I'll end up in the next five or ten years. But the, the whole point is this. It came from one heart decision now let's reverse the little story let's just pretend that i listened to my head and at the point of making that phone call i said there's no point steve because you don't know where it's going to go and you've never done comedy in your life i would have just shut the newspaper put the phone down and got a proper job and who knows where that may have led now i don't know if destiny plays a part i don't know if i was destined to ever find the path that i'm on now irrespective of what decisions i made from my heart or my head but what i do know is this that my heart led me to this place so in conclusion to uh this rapid hour i would urge you to be aware of the difference between your heart and your head and be aware of the pros and cons of uh, making such decisions at the wrong or right time because your head can lead you to places that you may not actually want to be and your heart can lead you to the top of mountains and give you views you've never even dreamed of but that is for the brave and my question to you is this how brave are you thank you for listening to lifeconversationsradio.com my name's steve rock the show is called now is the time and i'll see you next sunday between five and six i got a phone call the other day from a friend of mine who was in the reserves she's a beautiful young lady hmm. Never thought I'd hear it come out of her mouth, but she said she was called to duty. I was hoping she could be on my album. Her name was Revolution, and um, she left an answering machine message, and uh, I just thought I'd share it with you. Here's what she had to say.
listening to LifeConversationsRadio.com with Steve Rock. Now's the time.